Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And we're delighted that you're here with us. This, It's been a hot second because we've had uh, Sorry. a lot going on our plates these days. There's been a lot of death. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hard so. season at, at Messiah with with losses some some expected some not, mm-hmm. um, but it's um, it's been full and so this is actually going to be your final podcast for the year and um, we won't probably and we won't be back until probably mid to late January the just third because week of or so of January yeah because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I am away and then we it's just full still. Yeah. Um, so Andrew's away and he's our tech guy so Molly <laughs> doesn't know how to set up the podcast. <laughs> So. <laughs> we also we also need to, to to take some deep breaths. Yeah, we do. We so. need a little rest. Um, please pray for us in the coming year that there is less death and a little relaxation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you know, and also that um, that Christmas Eve really does bring bring that centering peace and joy because mm-hmm. I think you know, I mean, last year it being snowed out was so sad in so many layers right because i think yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i and i think especially this time of year with the darkness and i I know our longest night service is tonight but like Mm -hmm. but with the darkness i really do yearn and i think i i lean more into than i realize uh Mm -hmm. christmas eve the need for it the need for it Mm -hmm. and i think not having it last year was just kind of rough so i'm really you know I'm, i'm i'm looking forward to sunday night yeah um there's no bad weather in the forecast yet so yet um (laughs) May it stay so. That bodes well. Because yeah. it'll really be the first kind of um, Christmas Eve that we've done together that's like us, you know, like what we have created. Correct. Because so, the first year we just kind of, we, we, we took what we it. were inherited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just tried tried something. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. And it's yeah. only like only five, five, four Christmases. Four Christmases and three and two of those were uh, pandemic Christmases. Uh-huh. And um, then last year was snowed out. Last year was snowed out. And, the and year, the, 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 the first, first year. year yeah, yeah. Which I don't even, I don't remember that year. And the second year we did do, we did do some, I mean, so the 21st I sh- in 2021, mm-hmm. we had in person. Did we? Unlike 2020. Oh. Um, we were back. And then remember we went back again in 20, in the, in the January, we okay. went back to, mm-hmm. to online. Mm-hmm. Um, 2022 and so like it's mm-hmm. but it was still not normal no um and and i believe at that time you were uh interiming at prince of peace oh yeah mm-hmm. um and so we yeah so it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting season and so it, mm-hmm. it is kind of nice to think about that oh we can experience this like yeah, in a new way how much you appreciate those kind of rituals like you were saying how much you need christmas eve and i think yeah. with all the things that have been happening I'm really thinking a lot about our um, sanctified art kind of theme for the the year, which is a weary world, world rejoices. rejoices. Yeah, and I just How does am, a weary world rejoice. I am so weary right now. <laughs> like I'm so tired. Like I yeah. just this morning yeah. as I was trying to finish up the sermon for Sunday morning, I was just like I could just lay my head down on this desk and just take a nap. Like yeah, I felt that way a lot too. Mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah, it's been it's been full and. Mm-hmm. Um, and even folks express to my Bible study, they're like, you know what, no matter how joyful this time of year is supposed to be, it's like hard. And it's a, a lot of hard work. It is. You know, if you're, especially, you know, your your son's young, but if you're a parent trying to make oh, magic happen. And managing expectations, which uh-huh. is true for all of us. Because yes. I think this is a time of year that is loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in all the ways. It's loaded with the family joys, the family baggage, the expectations. The, yeah. Um, normally, we beat ourselves up a lot at this time of year because we're like, we want to make things right. But often, and even when we do, we don't make them perfect because we're human. And that's, yeah. that's it's the way it is. And, and we try our best. But, but the reality is it's, in some ways, I think that's actually part of the beauty of the real Christmas story is that it's God, God showing up in a stinky stinky stable yeah right like in the brokenness of humanity with people that weren't welcoming because there wasn't space mm-hmm. like that that story becomes something that really is is a powerful one in the in the context of of reality yeah you that know? god comes into our lived experience it's not about us like escaping to this beyond or better place right it's god coming yeah. into the midst of all the things that we are experiencing in the here and now yeah, and I, you know, in some ways it's really powerful to think about it, that it's not our job to sing like angels, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's our job to hear the angels sing into our own world. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And we try so hard mm-hmm. to make ourselves angelic, like to make everything amazing. Oh, like, well, right? well, yeah, yeah, best yeah. Christmas ever, right. you know? And, and there's reasons to do that, and there's mm-hmm. value to, to memories and mm-hmm. all of those pieces, but... I do think it's, I know I need the reminder sometimes to remember that this is about God coming into our world. Yeah. Which is about us making the space Mm -hmm. to receive that, but also to rejoice. Yeah. But it's not up to us to make that spectacular. Mm -hmm. God already has. And I think too, acknowledging the moments where God is entering is, is like taking that moment to reflect and to slow down. Like today, in Bible study too, we were talking about like, oh, everybody's pretty weary. But then they're also like, oh man, those Sunday school kids singing last yeah. Sunday during our oh. 1030 worship service, like they sang away in a manger and go tell it on the mountain. And they've been practicing those songs mm-hmm. since October. Oh, and they nailed or since them. Since September. Since September. September. Yeah. And um, playing the tone chimes and their rhythmic instruments, and they had their little um, things to wave around that they made too. And our Bible study folks were like, "Oh, it was like the most joyful thing I've seen in a long time, just to experience yeah. that." And just they that the kids looked so happy too. I think that was a big part of it as well. And just to like name, like that's how a weary world rejoices, right? The voices mm. of kids, and that is how God enters in as well. Like the voice a, of a child is screaming, <laughs> crying, right? Probably the, also sleeping in adorable. Right? You'll like, find those small you know. moments that will lift you, lift you up. You know, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I guess one other like, so I'm like, I've been trying to think of those moments too. Um, we got like this random package the other day, and it had said it was from my my brother in law's name was on it. And I thought, like, my mom and my sister were sending us a, a Christmas package. So I thought, oh, like, it, it must be that. But I, like, taught, I was like, Mom, is this the package you guys sent us? And she's like, no, I don't know what that is. Like, my brother-in-law went last weekend and did some secret shopping. And she's like, he wouldn't tell us what he was buying or what he was sending. <laughs> and he's like, he just kept saying it's Cryptic. time it's time sensitive. It's time sensitive. And I was like, I hope it's not food. Like, I hope he didn't send you food. <laughs> so I opened it and it was this beautiful Lake Crusette pot. And I was oh. like, holy moly. Like, Andrew knows. Oh. Like, that's a nice gift. That is a lovely gift. And like, it's a it's, gift that keeps on giving over and over and over. It's and like over an, again. a family heirloom kind of gift to get. What color? It's red. 
Oh, mm-hmm. we have red ones. I love Ooh, them. Oh, nice. They're beautiful. Yeah, it's like the seven and a quarter, whatever, quart. Dutch oven. Yeah, Dutch oven. And it's beautiful. But like, to me, it was less about getting this fancy pot. And it was like, I don't think my brother-in-law has ever like picked out something specific for me before. And I don't mean that in a bad yeah. way. It's just like my mom and my sister do yeah. the shopping. Yeah. But just to like be thought of in that way was just like, oh my gosh, like how sweet and kind and thoughtful. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think about that in, and I think that that's so much, you know, we'd like to say it's the thought that counts, right? Mm-hmm. Like in some ways and in some many ways it does, but like, I feel like in this season, the thought that, that it is a thought that counts, but it's articulating that thought, mm-hmm. right? Like it doesn't have to be in a gift. Mm-hmm. It can even be in a card as long as it says something yeah. about what is valued and what is loved, mm-hmm. right? And cherishing. Yeah. Like we in the church office have gotten lots of treats. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Y'all love on us and our bellies. Lots of treats in varying <laughs> degrees of treatiness. And yeah. it's just like sugar. It's just nice. Like there's something special about this time of year Yeah, that you get to tell somebody that you care about them in these different ways and like that it makes space for that. It does. And, and we let ourselves do that to each other. And I think it's that spirit of generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, this makes me think like, I think every year when we do Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. we're like, why do we only do this once a year? Yeah. And at the same time, yeah, it's a lot of work. There's that, but like, but at the same time, it's, it's also just, it's amazing because it's communal mm-hmm. and, and it raises the question, why don't we live into some of this spiritual spiritual generosity yeah um in ways that like i mean i don't get me wrong i really don't need christmas cookies year round my belly really doesn't like you know i mean my fitness levels (laughs) do not but like at the same time that that spirit Mm -hmm. is so profoundly beautiful Mm -hmm. and and i do think that that's something that somehow in the midst of the darkness of the world we find ways this time of year to do that for each other Mm -hmm. or to try um, and I know that it's different for everybody in your own story um, and where you are in life. This is a hard year for so many people. And that but, too can become exhausting, right? Yeah. Trying to find the perfect present, you know, oh. giving what you don't really have to give. And it's just, it can, it can be burdensome. And so I, we're speaking about this just from our perspective, you know, in, in different ways that we've been gifted. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and which is kind of, I think, especially this year and for those of you who are, you know, wrestling with the season or feeling the weight of the world, um, you know, I mean, it's it, it, it's an interesting time in our world. It always is. But like mm-hmm. it's um, and it's it's a tough time in the life of our church. But I feel like for every single one of us, as, but for me right now, leaning into these stories of where the joy intersects and where that love and compassion are shared and and the story of Christmas and God entering into our world, mm-hmm. um, Emmanuel, God with us, that that to me, I feel like I need that in different ways right now. Mm-hmm. And and I also, um, yeah, I, I want to name that, you know, whether it's a Le Creuset pot or a cookie or a card, mm-hmm. I am relishing the joy that has come this year in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I don't know exactly where that comes from, but but it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's different. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I just think that's important to take the time to kind of reflect on that too. Yeah. Because for me, I can be like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I just want this to be over. But it's like there are these little moments where God interjects like this beautiful light and joy 
And I just, yeah. I need to be like present to that as well. And, and give ourselves space. Cause I think for me too, like some of this is saying, can I, can I let the, I mean, I, I love how Leonard Cohen says it in Anthem, like uh, there's a crack in everything. It's how the light gets in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like in this season of the weight and the heaviness mm-hmm. that it's letting the light come in, but then letting the light mess with me and change me yeah, and give me mm-hmm. some energy again. Mm-hmm. Um, Just saying it's okay to be a little joyful. It is. It's okay to be joyful. And it's also okay to know that the darkness is still there, that there's still weight. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness doesn't has o- not overcome it. it, but it doesn't say the darkness has gone away. Mm-hmm. Right. It just can't overcome it. Just it just can't overcome it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's powerful. And I think that's a good place to center ourselves in too around this time of year, reminding us that the darkness will still exist, but that God's light, it can't overcome God's light, right? Right, which is really, a, I think, an important thing to profess as a congregation, as a, as a faith, as a community, but it's also really important to prof- profess that to ourselves and to yep. hear that mm-hmm. internally and to be like, that's right. Yeah, because I think we forget it. So we need to yeah. be reminded. Yeah, it's sometimes it's easier <laughs> to get, bring Christmas joy and love to others than it is to bring it to ourselves. Yes. And so, so if you need to gift yourself something this year, that's okay too. Yeah, if you need that <laughs> salted caramel, go for it. Um, embrace it. <laughs> so um, the last couple of years that we've done the podcast, um, which is it's kind of amazing to think that it's been I think two years now. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, we've yeah. We've navigated the Christmas quiz, uh, a gospel <laughs> quiz, uh, as our kind of Christmas Eve podcast. Um, and it's it's always interesting because it's always a little bit of a memory um, game for the two of us yeah, um, to navigate this. And it's also always interesting to just talk about kind of the what the we associate things. with this story mm-hmm. and the assumptions we make mm-hmm. um, that culture has given us, too. Yes, right? that a lot of it is just tradition coming, you know, into our lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we were we were talking about, so um, disclaimer, I did this with my Bible study folks this morning, so I come prepared. Ooh. And I will be honest that even when I was filling it out before Bible study, I was struggling a little bit. I was a little okay. rusty on, right. on it. Um, um, <laughs> so I have the answers now. But before I was not doing so good. So I think when we do it, we'll like read the question and then like pause for a moment. Yeah. So that you can be like, do I know the answer? What is it? Yeah. And then we'll give you the answer. Yeah. So let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, these are questions. These, by the way, um, just so you know, these are all about the Gospels. So this mm-hmm. is the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And the uh, fifth answer could be none. That there, yes. there could be a trick question here. This is right? a specifically religious quiz. It is. This is not. Uh, this is not who played oh, Holly in the Ivy. certain roles or <laughs> in holiday films or is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's not in here. It's a trick question, right? Never but seen like, Die Hard. Can't say. Can't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Love Actually, Christmas movie. Yeah. Right. No. I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't Maybe. seen that in years really? either. Oh, no. so good. Anyway, um, but question number one: Angels announce the birth of Jesus to shepherds in the fields. Okay, so where are the shepherds? Which which gospel? Luke. That's right. Mm-hmm. So shepherds in Luke. Yeah. Yeah. So which is it's really interesting because we've been in uh, in Luke right now mm-hmm. for Advent, and Luke starts with Zechariah and Elizabeth. And yeah. So that's what I reminded folks this morning. Yeah. I was like, just remember, we've been reading Luke. 
Um, and so much of Luke too is like the least expected people bearing the good news. Amen to that. And mm-hmm. like, I think that that's really as part of the power of the shepherds, right? Yes. These, these impoverished, stinky, mm-hmm. wonderful folks who are not the ones that are supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, yeah. sharing this. And the allusion to, to Jesus becoming like the shepherd of the people as well. Right. The image and the metaphor mm-hmm. is really strong, but Present I think at his birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's really powerful. And it's also David, right? The greatest King was mm-hmm. shepherd. shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also has a lot of, yeah social messiness with it. So number two, Joseph dreams. And we're not talking about Genesis. No, but that's also the right answer. Joseph has dreams in that and Matthew. Yes. So this is, this is a nice uh, time to point out that um, if there's any reference to Joseph, odds are it's Matthew. Matthew was all about Joseph. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas Luke was like, yeah. And to note too, that, Matthew and Luke are the ones where we really get the Christmas story. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they talk it up. Mark and John really don't do right. a lot. Which about we'll get Christmas. we'll get a little of that in some of these questions too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting. Yeah, that the the narrative I should say the narrative a Christmas story. Yes, the nativity scene type thing mm-hmm. comes from those two for the most part. Mm-hmm. So number three is Jesus is the preexistent Word of God. John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the yep. beginning was the word. And the word was with God and God oh. was the word and the word was God and wordy words. Wordy word, 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 words, word. And yeah. then like more imagery. Yeah. And then we skip to John the Baptist. Right? Yeah. So the story begins with John the baptizer's preaching and baptizing. Ah, Which but... one is that though? Mm-hmm. This is question number four. Mm-hmm. Mark. Mark. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, technically, John also kind of begins with that after his wordy wordness. It's true. He, he references. But literally, yeah. Mark begins with John the Baptist. So, And to be fair, in Luke, we have some John the Baptist, too. But it's John the true. Baptist as conception and mm-hmm. birth. And it's not as much about yeah, not John preaching. as an adult. Right. This mm-hmm. is yeah. This is John as an adult. This yeah. is man, John. <laughs> yeah, and Mark Mark skips anything about childhood. Mark starts with adulthood. It's like not necessary. Yeah. Do not care about baby Jesus. He's like, I <laughs> don't give me a, a Disney movie. Uh huh. You know, he is not. Um, oh, what's his name? Bobby, pray into the baby Jesus. Oh, um, uh, Jim, Jimmy Bobby. Jimmy. <laughs> you mean um. In Talladega Nights. That's the movie I'm thinking <laughs> Will of. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell yes. in Talladega Nights as yeah, Jimmy Ricky, Bob. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Glad we got that trivia out of the way, <laughs> right. too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Number five. Jesus is descended from Adam, son of God. Ooh, genealogy questions. Uh-huh. This one's hard. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is in Luke. In Luke 3, verse 38, which this one got me, um, I will say, because I thought it was none, because they're kind of, I thought they were implying Adam as the son of God, but this is actually a list found in Luke chapter 3, verse 38. About the lineage. Yes, that ends with Adam, comma, son of God. Adam, comma, son of God. Yes, but has everybody who comes before him or after him, too. Which this is where there actually this could be a trick question play is because in Matthew it mm-hmm. begins with Abraham. Yes. Right. So 
So the two gospel writers pick different starting points for genealogy, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know raises a really interesting question about how they understand what what genealogy means, right? Mm-hmm. So for Matthew, for example, he's really leaning into this is this is the fulfillment of the promises to Abraham mm-hmm. and a the descendants people. of chosen people. Mm-hmm. And I think for um, for Luke, um, it's a reminder that this is for all of creation, mm-hmm. all people. Yeah, that's a this good goes point. back to the origin of humanity. Wow, you could um, preach a whole sermon o- over, quote, Adam, comma, son of God. Adam, quote. comma, son of God. <laughs> the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, you, you could. You could. So uh, question number six, though. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus go into hiding in Egypt. It's Matthew. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Which is an interesting timeline question, actually, with that, right? Mm-hmm. Because it raises up, where do the wise people actually go? Yeah, and like when? when? Like a couple years yeah. later, question Probably. mark? Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but also not, not, to, not to Bethlehem? Yeah, Herod's yeah. like killing off toddlers, too, so. Um, right, and Jesus, so Jesus was probably a toddler at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting, interesting mm-hmm. sub, sub-question there. And not one that's very much dealt with in our, like, nativity imagination either. They kind of leave that out. No, we just kind of smash it all together and just be like, yeah, yeah, these guys just show up. and Yeah, we don't like to talk too much about Herod killing the children. We don't. We also don't really like to talk about, we talk about gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but we don't really talk about that frankincense and myrrh are about death. Mm. Mm. And that gold might be too, Mm -hmm. in reality. That it's Yeah? How so? Well, from, like, uh, especially in an Eastern tradition. Mm Mm-hmm. Gold is that, like, so thinking about the mummified Egyptian royalty. Like the tombs. The tombs, Uh that so much of it is about that you take this wealth into the afterlife Uh, with you. Yes, like I think of King Tut and his little, like, sarcophagus made of gold. And so that it is for the present, but it's also for beyond. And when you add in embalming spices, right, like you get this very interesting narrative that that does kind of make you feel like this isn't the romanticized kids three kings that we normally make it out to be. No, right? it wasn't just like and we don't fun actually gifts. know if there were three either. We we just know there were three wise, gifts. Wise people's. That's yeah. all that was listed. And also yeah. like taking it forward too, to thinking about like Mary and the the perfume that she uses to wash Jesus's feet. Yeah. Um, and all of that too. That's interesting. That yeah. that would be an interesting kind of thing to explore. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, it is it is Matthew. Yeah. They go into hiding in Egypt and Matthew. (laughs) And so question number seven, an angel announces the conception of John the Baptist to Zechariah. If you've been following along in worship, you know this answer. It is Luke. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Zechariah can't speak for nine months or so. And then can you imagine not saying anything for nine months? That'd be hard. Oh, as a preacher. I mean, as anybody. Right. I I agree. But like, but. That's so, yeah, mm-hmm. powerful. Good thing you had that tablet to write that thing on. Right? Yeah. You had like yeah. a little dry erase marker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zechariah and the dry erase. I got some things to say. <laughs> Chalkboard. Chalkboard. <laughs> Why is he carrying around this big rock everywhere? Oh, no. <laughs> Just chiseling. <laughs> it's like, Zechariah, you wanted to say something three days ago. What was it? <laughs> but, you know, that is an interesting thing, though, because what that does point to, though, is that is that Zechariah belonged to the priestly class, which means he was educated, which means he could write. Yeah. Right? Fun fact. Fun fact. Zechariah could write. Zechariah could write. 
Couldn't speak, but he could write. All Don't right. Don't speak. Oh, just what you're saying. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We're going there. All right. Okay. Mary visits a pregnant Elizabeth. All right. Also, if you've been following along, Luke. Luke, again. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Molly preached on this just a couple weeks ago. I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, um, we were kind of starting to dive in a little bit. Magi from the east visit Jerusalem and Bethlehem. That's that's Matthew. Yeah. Right. So yep. um so since we've already gotten them, shepherds, Luke, Magi, Matthew. Mm-hmm. That's the they're not in the same one. Yeah. yeah. Matthew Separate likes stories. to talk about the guys. Matthew is kind of dude centric. So he's bro yeah. bro cent bro central. He's bro. He's rocking around with his hey dudes, just yeah. kicking back and Oh my man Joseph, my magis, my shepherds. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> it's like yeah, come hang out in the man cave. And, uh, <laughs> with Matthew. With Matthew. Luke's like, Oof. where are my women at? Elizabeth, Mary. Well, Luke was like, where are the people that actually get stuff done? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, come on, right, guys. <laughs> I don't care about no presents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, question Num- 10. Ooh, yeah. number 10. Jesus oh. is another descended one. Descended from Abraham and David. Oh, and if you remember what I said just a few minutes ago. Yep, yep. So there's two answers. So this for I mean this is quasi trick question right mm-hmm. but it's it's um Abraham and David directly is Matthew mm-hmm. but within the full lineage yeah it is also included in Luke yep yep both and yeah that's that's big yes all right next question the gospel doesn't mention Jesus before his adult ministry oh we already gave that to you guys too I know oh we've been given spoilers Technically, Mark, um, John could but be also true John, because yeah, John's it's never yeah. a baby. Yeah. It, but technically, John does throw in where he is at the beginning of all creation. Yeah. In a word form. In a word form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just tell Vedica, number 12. Oh. That's Jesus. <laughs> Come thou font of every blessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're kind of Garamond people around here. We I don't are. know. You started I'm a sucker that. for it. I'm you started that, that and I just was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so don't get me started on sans or no sans, mm. serif type things. Okay. I mean, like. I really don't know the difference. I also like a good Georgia. Serif, sans, serif. Whether or not you really want how you want things. Um, Georgia's not bad. Mm-hmm. I like I, it's really interesting. I've been told that, you know, the the more decorative fonts um, are better for print. But for digital, it's actually the cleaner they are, the easier it is to read on either a screen on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an it's an interesting concept thinking about fonts. But that's a we digress. So, so. is Jesus a written font or a digital font? Let's just I mean. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Question number 12. Mary sings the Magnificat. You mean the Magnificat? Yeah. Meow. Shout out to one of our wonderful office folks who said Magnificat this week, and it Which, brought me great delight. Yeah. I should have added that to my joys. I know. I thought about that through the whole prayers. Yeah. Magnificat. Magnificat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mary was mewling. Um, meow. Meow, meow, meow. So, um, yeah, so this is this is Luke. Um, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> um, yeah, such a beautiful, beautiful text. Yeah, and so just a a little side commentary here. If you read Luke, let's just disregard all the lyrics from Mary, did you know? Because the answer is, of course, she knew everything. She proclaimed the witness before any any dude ever did. Mm -hmm. Like, she was way ahead of everything. Um, So Mary, yeah, Mary knew it all. 
Yeah. Yeah. She did. I mean, um, that song is beautiful, but the lyrics, uh, yeah. It is. It is. It is. It makes you feel things, even if you don't want to. I know. <laughs> yeah. But that is in Luke, and we'll be hearing the Magnificat this weekend. So nice. on that. All right, number 13. The birth of Jesus is dated by the mention of Augustus and Quirinius. Mm. Feels genealogical mm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. It is Luke. It is Luke. In chapter two. So you got to go a right, little bit a little down bit the further. line. Yeah. Yeah. You so. might be looking for it at the beginning, but it's not. That's Theophilus. Yeah, Theophilus, my beloved Theophilus. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, chapter one of Luke is essentially the conception stories of Elizabeth and Mary mm-hmm. and and the birth of Jesus of, of Zechariah, um, and then Luke chapter two begins kind of the announcement of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, with shepherds and the different pieces. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, yeah. fourteen Herod's soldiers slaughter toddlers. We got a bro. We got a bro. Where are bros at? Herod bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, Herod. So Matthew. That's right. Mm-hmm. You might remember that um, this is all tied into the story of the, of the Magi or the wise people that come, right? That they come be, and Herod wants them to give them answers about where Jesus is and Jesus, do, they don't. They leave mm-hmm. by another way. Immediately following all of that, um, Jesus, uh, Mary, Joseph, Jesus flee. And then we hear about the slaughter of the innocents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, which a real kind of, you know, throwback to the Egypt kind of story as well, too, right? The firstborn. Matthew likes his throwbacks, though, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, he... Mm. He's a bro when he loves a good throwback. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awkward. Okay. All right. Uh, the baby Jesus is wrapped in cloths and placed in a feed box. Mm. An essential portion of the nativity. Yeah. So... That would be Luke. Yeah. So this is a fun, a fun thing too, is that we, we really don't know. So like we, we envision the Magi coming to the, to a stable, mm-hmm. which probably wasn't a stable. It was probably actually the room in the house that the animals slept in at night, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like, but the bigger picture is that the Magi came probably to their house, mm-hmm. not to a stable or a stall or anywhere with animals that it was mm-hmm. probably, they were back home. Right. Yeah. You kind of spoiled one of the later questions. Oh, did I? You gotta stop doing that. Oh man, sorry. (laughs) That's all right. All right. right. So, an angel announces Jesus's birth to Mary. We should know this one too. Yeah. Luke. This this better be Lukey. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. So, yeah. Mary. It's Luke. Yep. Yeah. Special baby is born to old and previously barren parents. Oh, also Luke. Yep. But our friends Zechariah and Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. A star announces the birth of the king of the Jews to Eastern astrologers. Wise people, Matthew. Matthew. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need a little alliteration, Magi is Matthew. M.M. There you go. Yeah. If you, you were ever quizzed on this, on this and, again. in any other form in your life. <laughs> Which my condolences if you are, yeah. sorry. Although maybe it'll help with trivia. You never know. Maybe. I was just you know? thinking that. Yeah, I was like, could, is there could, there's uh, some good interesting questions a biblical trivia we could pursue? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and number 19, a star leads the Magi to the infant Jesus in Bethlehem's stable. This is a false, probably. Okay. Yeah. Because this we is a trick question. We kind of got into a it's fight a trick over, question. over this one yeah. in Bible study. Really? Someone was very adamant that it was, you know, it's not true. Because if you look into 
Matthew, yeah. right? In chapter 2, verse 11, to be specific, right, it does say house. Uh, but is your stable also your house? Is it like one of those houses where the animals live below, below and you live yeah, above? Yeah. Question mark? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, it's maybe a yes and a no. Well, but it's, but it's, it's probably wrong though. Because they weren't still there. Is that what you mean? Well, because is Bethlehem actually the location? Oh. Because they were from Nazareth, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So In Galilee. In Galilee. So odds are, I mean, that they've heard of this happening in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. But but they went back home. Then go search. So they sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search. Um, oh, so, but so maybe, but we don't really like, this is the weird piece is like that he was born in Bethlehem, but he's probably not still there. This is where the text is like, we don't know. This cause... is where we remember that biblical literalness is a struggle and not always great if you're trying to pursue it because there are multiple different versions of the same story. Yeah. And you can't easily put them all together because everyone has their own take of what they've heard being passed down. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in short, true and false. Yes this, and no. This question. Yeah. So the final question on this quiz is shepherds visit Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in Bethlehem stable. That Luke? That would be Luke. But also no also, stable is mentioned no there. No stable is mentioned. Just, just the manger. Yup. So it's yeah. it's an it's both of those at the end are kind of trick questions because mm-hmm. they're they're pieces that we don't really know about. Yeah. Which takes us back to the idea at the beginning where we mentioned that so much of our idea about the nativity story is both biblical and tradition, right? Things yeah. that we have kind of brought up in our minds with our pageants and all of that good stuff. And it's not bad. It's just recognizing that it's lovely, but it's not all accurate. And who knows what is accurate? Yeah. And well, that's not even the point of it. You know, whether Mary rode in on a donkey, who can say? Well, and it's, I mean, this goes back to, and we've talked about this multiple times, uh, like even like that one of the favorite images on trees as well as on greeting cards and everything is these beautific angels mm-hmm. that look like people. Yeah. And biblically, that's not. That's, not, That's not what it is. When angels you die, are you not don't people. become an angel. You don't angel. become an angel. And That's it's not also, how it works. It's also not, um, there's totally separate creation. Mm-hmm. And why they're scary is, you know, you see descriptions of the cherubim and seraphim, which are part of the angelic host in some mm-hmm. ways. They're creepy. Yeah. Multiple eyes, multiple wings, multiple fire, fiery <laughs> but claws. But I'm still but convinced like... that Gabriel looks probably like John Hamm. Right? Oh, I'm totally convinced that that's John Hamm. <laughs> yeah, John Hamm speaking to Mary. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and I was just thinking, I love how we say it with such authority, but it's like, we don't know. You know? We have no idea. Maybe people do become angels. Maybe angels aren't that scary. Maybe, you know, they're so scary because they're really hot. What we can't, what we can, <laughs> what we can say, though, is that, is that that's not, that is not biblical. But yeah, we don't yes, know. Yes. We really don't know. But yeah. but it, there is no place in scripture that tells us that that is what happens. Exactly. And that's and, the that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you can but, speak from authority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so as we wrap up with the, the quiz and the silliness, but also the beauty of this story, um, I think it's only fair that like favorite Christmas movie, Molly, come on. Oh, um, hmm. do you have one? Well, I guess 
I'm an elf kind of girl. You're an elf kind of girl? I'm an elf girl. All right. I love elf, but my husband's favorite is the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, that's my favorite too. Is that what you're going to say? That's what I was going to say. In part because, first off, Michael Caine is brilliant in that. But second off, it's hilarious and it's also very feel good. Mm -hmm. It's just nice. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is. It's just nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It holds up well, actually, yeah. strangely enough. Yeah, or my family's random favorite Christmas slash New Year's movie is the Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's one of our traditions, too. Okay. But we did watch it over Thanksgiving, so okay. holiday. Holiday movie. Holiday. Yeah, a lot of them kind of fit into that. And you get Judy movie. Garland singing Have oh, Yourself a Merry Little yeah. Christmas, which is just, you, no one else can sing it the way she can sing it. There's truth to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we 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 thank you for being with us yeah. and um, for our randomness of conversation today. But also, <laughs> as we wrestle with this season and the and the busyness, the weightiness of it, but also the joy of it, mm-hmm. and um, also just the the messiness of it, and to be to be able to realize that the messiness of today is no different than what we we perceive it as this pristine, immaculate story that is a clear narrative. And as pointed out by this quiz. That's not true. Yeah, it's a little it's, cobbled it's messier together than quilt. It's even messier than that. And mm-hmm. so so, um, God comes in and into our lives in the messiness of it all mm-hmm. um, with joy, with light, but also honoring and knowing that it's messy. And I, I, I'm grateful for that this year, yeah. especially. So Me too. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see you around the third-ish week of January. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back then. So happy tuned. new year. Mm-hmm. Um, have a wonderful Christmas and, um, look forward to, to being back with you, uh, in, in a few weeks. So, uh, once again, you've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. Be well, friends.